Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, we're Jim and Jim Life. Fitness couple from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Welcome to our podcast where we will be discussing all things fitness, nutrition, and mental health while having a fun lifestyle and achieving our fitness goals. Using our own experiences, we will talk about one of these topics each week and answer any of your questions along the way. Hope you, you guys, guys enjoy. enjoy. episode two but before we start into the episode i just want to thank everyone like so much for how much lovely feedback everyone who downloaded the episode and listened and commented and messaged us like honestly so grateful couldn't believe the response it was just two us two chatting away for ages and <laughs> yeah the response been great we just sat down tried it out and yeah it went it went brilliant it went brilliant so thanks everyone for your feedback thanks for downloading it and thanks now you've got us shared. back to <laughs> here's chat shit for another half an hour <laughs> yeah and that grant enjoyed it who knew i thought he was gonna tell me now nah, i'm not doing that again but uh <laughs> he's back with another wee beer and i have yes. my glass of well, wine that, that was my agreement if you give me a beer I'll, I'll sit here <laughs> i told you so this episode guys is going to be about our fitness journey so as you know we're gym and gin life and where does that even come from um where did we begin what's our background story on our fitness so before we never even viewed ourselves as individuals or as a couple as a fitness couple or a fitness no definitely not no which is like we just were normal people who love to train who love to work out well we did meet in the gym (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so something we didn't mention last week in our backstory was grant and i actually met in the gym 12 years ago <laughs> yeah it's, it's it seems quite obvious now but at the time obviously we, we weren't into this we weren't into you know our fitness as much but maybe, when maybe ask, it was a sign that... yeah yeah so when people ask how did you do meet we'll say uh, how do you think in a gym um and to be fair i was pretty obsessed with grant back in the day like were you mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't admit that at the time it took me a wee while to admit that but um yeah, he would go with his mom and I would see him there all the time. And I used to call him to my friends. I used to call him Jim Boy. And um, eventually then when we did start dating about a year and a bit later, uh, I introduced Grant and I said, yeah, everyone meet Grant. And then they all burst out laughing and they thought, well, a few of them thought that he was called Jim, J-I-M. <laughs> so they were like, wait, what? Is he not called Jim? And I said, no and I was and I'm like shush shush don't tell him that that's so embarrassing you can't tell him like I was calling him Jim yeah. Boyd everyone <laughs> that was brilliant I could call you out and that you were so embarrassed 
So this is not Jim, J-A-M. This is Grant. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we did meet in the gym. We but we weren't like, we weren't overly, you know, in their fitness. But I, I didn't really know what what I was doing, to be honest. Just playing football and going there for the odd, yeah. the so odd session. But You knew more than me. I was just doing cardio. But that was when we were, that was when I was 18 and you were 17. So we've mm. always been into fitness all of our life both of us I have I did PE physical education as my A level in school that's how much I was obsessed with fitness mm. and um sport I chose it as one of my A levels <laughs> so um and I also Irish danced since I was three years old I used to love dancing did it from I was three till I was about 20 and I was quite good at it but um it took over your life but it made you really fit I'm better at it though <laughs> no, <laughs> I've taught Grant a few uh, St. Patrick's days and one, two, threes in his time, but usually you've natural. been usually you've been a few drinks in, and that's only the reason you're good at it. <laughs> you remember that house party we were in, and I actually I was trying to <laughs> Irish dance, and Emer was holding my hand, trying to teach me how to do it, and my other hand actually tried to grab the. We were in the kitchen, and I tried to grab the oven handle or something, and the handle oh. just came off. <laughs> Often door and he was holding right. on while he was doing St. Patrick's Day and I was taking a video of it and next thing one, two, three, Grant broke the open oh. door and That was a bit too heavy. Yeah. Uh, then he, he fell on the floor laughing, holding the oven door. <laughs> Sorry Mariah and Dan, shout out to you guys for Grant breaking your oven. But anyway, so we we're both very into fitness um and always messing about as you can tell. But we never really had a focus. We never really knew what to do. We were just working out. We did it for enjoyment. We did it because we thought that was the right thing to do to stay in shape and keep fit and so forth. But we had no real structure or plan to our training. But the main thing we did not know was anything about nutrition. Mm -hmm. That was the worst part. And that's the key learning we've gathered from all of this is like you need to get a grasp, like a grip on your nutrition. So I just didn't know what was good for me, what wasn't. If it tasted good, I ate it. If it was What was what was your nickname? <laughs> Tell them your nickname, Grant. <laughs> sausage Boy. Why was that sounds so wrong? Um, he was called Sausage Boy because he didn't eat anything as a child apart from sausages and chips. And yeah. I started dating him and we would go to restaurants and <laughs> we went to a Chinese and he was like, Can I have sausages and chips sausage supper <laughs> sausage supper I near died so long story short he moved in with me and I said I'm not making two dinners every night so I forced him to have vegetables and everything but yeah agreed we didn't you know we weren't focused on calories or macros we didn't know anything about that didn't so. know what that meant all no. that stuff <laughs> we didn't for years and a lot of people don't and we want to kind of describe how easy it can be through this podcast yeah yeah because we just taught ourselves really yeah we just taught ourselves just through trial and error it's not and... that difficult so between the two of us we've kind of went through both stages we've gone one extreme to the other we've gone from not really knowing anything and within that time period that was mainly through university so three four years and i mean as everyone knows in university you're not really focused on you know staying that really good eating you're not really focused on that at all you're focused about going out and partying but in that time period I specifically probably was doing every diet going any fad diet um 
probably well I definitely did have some sort of disordered eating um I know many girls my age 19 20 21 would have because they didn't know what was the right way they, they just thought I want to be skinny for a night out um I'll starve myself and try this new diet and if anyone knows <laughs> I used to do um you know the special k diet which was like Kellogg said if you just eat cereal you know three portions of uh, special k a day you would lose weight so I, I i got this in my head yeah i'll try that but i don't like i don't like Kellogg's super guy so i love rice krispies so i'll just do it with rice krispies so <laughs> my friends will know that's how ridiculous it was back in the day i had rice krispies for the full day and that was my diet so i mean that's how i get so annoyed and these tablets you can buy from influencers on instagram now geez i'm so glad they are not available they were not available back in the time when i was on instagram because i just bought tablets once that were just advertised online and i believed it i saw some like celebrity fat, fat loss or something yeah what? i saw some celebrity advocate it and think okay well she looks like that and if she took these and <laughs> you know i can look like that i think they were like raspberry ketone tablets or something but essentially they're meant to curb your appetite and increase your metabolism do you know all they did was just give me shakes and increase my anxiety that's all they did and i wish and you took them and found them once and threw them in the bin on me i never don't even remember that yeah because my anxiety was through the roof so they didn't help so that is not the right way of doing it let's just say we've tested all the wrong ways (laughs) yeah yeah i haven't i haven't gone as far as that i wasn't into my fad diets or anything but i um went the opposite way the opposite end of the spectrum i think i um basically what would you say like a chippy or a chinese every single night when we were living in the university house i think there was maybe one or two nights a week where grant didn't get a chippy from our student house and that was maybe like a crisp sandwich right? yeah and that was him cooking <laughs> not cooking but having his own food yeah it was just so accessible all the food so essentially we're saying yeah grant yeah. put on a lot of weight then in university absolutely yeah i just wasn't aware of like because when we were younger and I could get away with, you know, eating whatever I wanted without putting on any weight. As we all know, it's so easy when you're young. And then going into university, still very young, but I started then to notice, oh wait, I can't eat like I used to. Um, and it started steadily creeping up on me. And yeah, getting heavier and heavier. Um, probably another thing was like all the beer and all the drinking through university. Like that, that's, we didn't even view that as a thing that could make you. Make no, like I just... just thought alcohol was liquid, therefore liquid is just no calories, but we probably drank most of our calories. And I know I'm not saying that we don't drink now, but we're more aware of the higher calorie drinks. You know, cider, we'd be down in Magners and everything. Aye, aye. Well, like, I mean, like now, you know, I'll have a wee beer here beside me now, but sometimes I'll just go for a whiskey, which is like hardly anything. I wouldn't even count it, to be honest, it's like 60 calories or something, but... Or a gin or a slim that. tonic. Yeah, go against that. A pint of Guinness is 200 calories. And even when you're hang- hungover, you go for, we would have just bought Coke, obviously full fat Coke, full fat every drink. Now I've realized there's so many zero sugar drinks out there. And maybe, I don't think they were really available back then, but the point is they're about 200 calories. And if you're drinking that, just thinking that's nothing in addition to all the other foods you're drinking no wonder your weight was fluctuating up and down like a yo-yo there was no control in it whatsoever it's just making yourself aware of what you're putting in i'm not saying live x away or 
don't eat this or eat this more so but what you are going to eat just make sure you know what is in it and the calorie value of it and even if it is loads and you're happy enough to have it that's fine or maybe you'll figure out what value of the calories of something you're about to eat and when you find out how high it is you might then think twice yeah yeah well i suppose we started like you know teaching ourselves when was it like probably like 2013 um when we moved down to dublin um we you know got a steady gym membership we were going there every morning and not seeing results we're like right something's something's not adding up here um and it was the nutrition so we started learning about you know macros and calories and what all of it meant and it kind of put me off at the start I was like I don't want it to be all that confusing and you know have to track and eat you know chicken breast and white rice every night and you know really put me off but it isn't like that at all you, you literally put in whatever you want in your diet that matches them macros yeah so when we realized okay we need to learn about what is the correct nutrition we thought this sounds complicated we won't stick to this a lot mm. of people ask us that all the time what's the right way the right way is the way that you can stick to it so yeah. learn that first so find a way that you can stick to something long term anyone can cut their calories for three four weeks can you do that for the rest of your life absolutely not when you want to go to your kid's birthday you want to have cake you want to have nights out with your mates anyway the point is you cannot do that long term you need to find a slightly reduced calorie amount that you can sustain long term so when we're in dublin we realized okay let's figure out and start teaching ourselves about how we can figure out what calories are the correct calories for us so we bought an online program which detailed how you figure out your calories and your macros um yeah and it doesn't have to be that confusing like I'm <laughs> I always refer to it back so I'm an accountant I don't know if you all know that but I always think of things with money in terms of money all right so if I'm trying to you know say for example I'll keep it simple right so my body burns around 2,000 calories say a day and if I eat 1,500 calories I've got 500 calories spare I always put it back to money so if I had 2,000 pounds in the during that month and I wanted to save some money I would spend I would spend say 1500 so I've saved 500 pounds in that month where you can just translate it straight into your food I've saved 500 calories if I eat 500 less than what my body burns and then that is yeah that's perfect and that is what that is exactly what a calorie deficit is and when we talk about finding your calorie deficit that one number his number of what he survives on of 2000 a day is completely different to me to you to anyone else yeah every person's maintenance of what they burn is different so there's no point in you copying my food amount because you could put on weight or you could lose weight on that so first of all what you do is you go and you find out what your maintenance calories are and then from that you can reduce the calories down whether you want to do it quite strictly and take a good few calories away 500 calories away or you can take only maybe loads i wouldn't go even yeah 200 300 even at the start and take those calories away per day per week then you're in a calorie deficit then you start losing body fat and you make up those calorie amounts grant would make up that uh 1500 which is his calorie deficit 
it's actually way more than that. That's, yeah. See, that, that's, <laughs> that's just an just example, by the way. Example. Grant eats much more food than that. Um, but say, for example, <laughs> that was your calorie deficit of 1,500. That would be closer to my deficit. You fill those calorie amounts with foods that you love. And watch our Instagram stories. We're always eating. Like last night, we had chicken tikka and noodles and we had snacks after it. It's not eating chicken and rice. You find out the calories you can have and then you break it down and you track those foods in MyFitnessPal. Don't under track or just think, oh, I just had a handful of this. At the start, be vigilant. Otherwise, you will say, I'm not even losing any weight and I don't know why. I could look at your MyFitnessPal and tell you straight away because you had 200 grams of chicken and not 60. You had a full jar of like sauce (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and like with tracking that also that also was something that put me off but um if i was trying to if i was trying to save that 500 pounds a month i wouldn't be able to save it without tracking the 1500 that i spent so why not track the calories that you're spending exactly but yeah don't also you know you just mentioned my fitness pal don't do not go into my fitness pal create an account and then take their recommendation because I've seen some of their recommendations and it's like, ah, it's just... It's not wrong. calculated correct. I completely agree. Use, a, we'll sum this up and say, use a calculator online to figure out your maintenance and your deficit calories. Use that and not MyFitnessPal. Use MyFitnessPal to track your food then based off what those calorie numbers are. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll move on. And how, like, how did we move on from there? So... We figured out this and we had all this information, but we actually had to put it into practice. It's harder than you, it's not harder, but the hardest part is getting the habit. You have to get in the habit of now doing this. You can't just do it for a week and then, you know, let it go. So it's hard when you, everything else is going on in your life. It really is, Um, especially like, so what we had the information and we started doing it in Dublin and then we went traveling. So yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. We started for like maybe four or five months. We started to get into a really good groove of it. We were doing well. Like I was starting to feel. I think I maybe lost a couple of kg doing that. Um, and then we decided, as we said, the last episode was we were heading off to Australia. So, geez, I was thinking all oh, this good work, and now I'm off traveling for three months, and I'm not going to have a gym membership, but I'm going to put it all on uh long story short is i did i don't want to get a bit of weight grant <laughs> stayed pretty much consistent but so when we went traveling we tried to maintain it at the start as you all do you all think okay i'm gonna join a gym i'm gonna stay motivated we did that for a good bit of the start our friends will advocate that and tell you that we did try and join pretty much a gym every city we joined uh we also had our resistance bands with us but the key thing wasn't really so much working out like you know the main thing to keep consistent was your nutrition and at the start again we did try and keep on form the main savior i think though for us was intermittent fasting so a lot of people will hear us talk about intermittent fasting on our social media page um we don't use intermittent fasting as like the god of you know you're gonna fast and all these results will happen because you're fasting no bullshit that is not correct we just use intermittent fasting to push our first meal of the day back further and then it's just total calories across the day yeah yeah so i keep running back this number this is not a number for everyone to try but that say for example i was doing that 1500 
and I was having a breakfast of 500 then I only then had a thousand for the rest of the day but if I fasted and just had a coffee or something um, in the morning time then between lunch and dinner I and snacks afterwards I would have that full amount for the day so it just allows you to eat more in the other meals Mm-hmm. but just because you fast it doesn't mean you can eat whatever you want <laughs> the rest of the day no there's that element of it too people think oh because i've fasted oh windows open let's eat everything um no that's not the case either but look we're going to do a full episode on intermittent fasting and how we use it so we'll come back to all those points we the use that huge, through traveling though yeah, sorry the the huge bar of um kakat each Oh yeah. Remember them share yeah. so, share packets and they were not shared. So in tra- while we were traveling, as Grant was just saying, we loved a Kit Kat or ten. And it was the only chocolate bar we found when we were traveling in Australia that at least was like Australia chocolate's crap, let's be honest. So we just thought it's not even worth the calories, but then we found Kit Kats. Oh dear. And it used to be, oh let's buy a share. I mean like, you know, the massive share um packets of Kit Kat. I don't think they do them here, but it's like 20 bars of Kit Kat in yeah. one. We used to buy them to share. That's still insane as a snack at night when you should just be having like one Kit Kat. Then I got to the point where Neve got so gritty, Neve needed her own bloody packet. So that's the, the, the end of the story of traveling was um, I put on a good bit of weight. But only through the fact that I just, I was traveling, I didn't care. Like I ate my pizza, I ate whatever meal. It was one time I didn't have any restrictions. I didn't. That's good. I know it was fab, honestly. So um, there was one story where there was an all-you-can-eat pizza night, and <laughs> I think it was in New Zealand. And my friend Chris uh, and Emma and myself and Grant were there, and it was all you can eat. And Chris was going to get the what was it like? There was a competition, and it was like how many pieces you can eat. And I think it the the full amount no, was I like. Think, so there was a competition, but we, he didn't know that. I think he had something like 23 pieces of pizza. And, and the record, the record was, was 26 or, you know, something, something just above it. And he was like, I definitely could have got the 27. So he had 23. Anyway. But the point is, he was a big guy, much taller than me, bigger appetite than me, and he was able to eat 23. Neve, guess how many pieces of pizza I ate? 15. Sorry, <laughs> not even joking. 15 pieces of pizza. So they will attest you, to that. Where did you put it? I don't know. Well, it definitely showed, but I didn't really care. <laughs> I was just enjoying my food and having a ball. So by the end of traveling, um, yeah, I had no regrets, but I had a good bit of weight on me now. And I thought when we landed in Sydney, it's time to really kickstart the routine that we got. Um, we, we'd really done well in Dublin and let's get, get back into it. So... What happened then when we arrived in Sydney? Uh, we really got into our fitness again and made it a priority. So I then, over the period, I'm not even sure how long it took me, but I eventually then did lose 12 kg. So I had it on me to lose, but yeah, I was really, really proud that I somehow just chipped and chipped away for about a good year anyway it took me, but um. I just didn't lose sight of the days when the weight went up and down. It does it does all the time. It does most Monday mornings. But I just kept consistently chipping away at it. Um and realizing that the I guess believing in the process, the process is correct. What I'm doing is right. Stop getting so caught up in the one or two day changes and just keep going with it and consistently try each day and each week and the weight started to come off. 
But what I learned through the process of that was that I was doing maybe three days a week cardio, three days a week weights, um, and then tracking my nutrition. They were the three key things, and that wasn't that hard. We were able to do it. We were still out partying in Sydney, as we told you in the last episode. We loved that. We had the best time, but we were still able to lose a lot of body fat. Our focus was more on body fat loss, and but through that journey, being in a gym which was surrounded by so many fitness models and strength models and they're all brilliant in the gym we were learning a lot from them and I was starting to learn I don't want to just lose body fat I want to gain muscle I want to get better at my lifting I was starting to get better at deadlifting I was starting to refine my technique each week I'd be learning something different so towards the end of my fat loss phase I got down to quite lean actually by far the leanest I've ever been and I don't think I'll even get that lean again but I don't want to because I like having a bit more muscle to me now my then focus switched to okay let's start to build muscle let's eat a bit more let's get heavier on my weights and the more food then I can intake then the heavier I can lift so that was really good throughout that journey to learn that for yourself and realize yeah fat loss is great but there's loads of different phases you, you can go through with fitness there's a fat loss phase and then you realize it towards the end of it hey I want to build muscle now I want to get stronger I like lifting heavier and then you can eat more food yeah <laughs> that's the stage I'm at all the time um, <laughs> Grant loves his food I think I kind of went through the same sort of I think it's two completely separate stages so I I think I was about 80 kg when I you know realized that I really needed to lose lose a lot of fat um, not lose weight just lose fat I was about 80 kg and I went down to 71 at one stage and it was far too lean. I felt too lean, although I went through the process of losing the fat and I was happy with that. But Where then, was this in Sydney? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, then from that point, as same as what you just said, I then started focusing on building muscle and that's then eating more than your body burns and went and back up to 80 kg, but my physique has completely changed. Yeah, so you were 80 kg. You were 80 kg when you finished traveling, then started your fat loss phase in Sydney. But your your physique at 80 kg back at the start of Sydney was completely different to it is now at 80 kg. There was not much muscle, it was mainly body fat. Then you cut down to 71, and now you've gone back up from 71 to 80. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> this is where this is where I feel a lot more natural. But there is definitely two phases there, and you need to make some sacrifices in that first phase. But once you do that, it's definitely worth it because then you get to come through this phase. Yeah, you make <laughs> sacrifices for sure. If like right now we're living in a maintenance phase of our life, and it's enjoyable, you get to enjoy your food. You're not overindulging, but we're not cutting loads of things out. If anyone watches, we know on Instagram that we love our treats as we've said many times we love our drinks we don't we're not for cutting that out we're about a balanced lifestyle for sure but when there are those times when we need to you know have a holiday when we were going to Bali any times we have a focus geez we will go in like we make it a priority we work hard and we cut down not out everything we still go out the weekend don't get me wrong but like during the week we cut out them snacks yeah yeah I suppose one thing that I really valued was like motivation so if you did have a holiday lined up and i'm sure everyone relates to this then you do have the motivation you're going to be in your swimming shorts or your bikini and you definitely want to feel okay in that so what we did 
leading up to times like that where we really focused on it was. We will leave you hanging on that point for the first part of this episode. Tune in to the next episode to find out exactly what we did in those times when we really wanted to dial it in for a holiday, occasion or just wanted to get in better shape. We also answer the questions that you guys sent in over Instagram. So thanks for listening to part A. Part B will be up soon.